0: six of the rainbow pride i'm danielle Dupuis, your host and i use the pronouns she her hers today we're in for a real treat we are not only interviewing zoe sanders a senior at hammond high school who recently wrote and submitted a one-act play titled torn to the rainbow vision literary magazine but we are also going to hear this one-act play performed by michael mcdonald deacon Sweeting, and isabel berry Isabel also had the opportunity to direct this play in a recent 24-hour play festival run by Hammond's theater teacher, Lauren Tobiason. Now, the reason that we know about your play was because you submitted it to the Rainbow Vision Literary Magazine. And um, when I read it there, I was, I was pretty amazed. And uh, Mr. Tobiasen, your theater teacher, and I were talking about it. And um, that's when I learned that it was part of a theater assignment. Can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Sure. Um... I wrote Torn for the one-act writing unit in my theater class. Mrs. Devison left the prompt pretty open. She gave us like the general criteria, basic structure of a one-act, but the topic and subject matter was all open, which was a little scary at first because I had no idea what I wanted to write about. I struggled with finding the direction of my piece, but all I knew was I wanted to write about a teen in the LGBTQ plus community, because I'm a part of it. But also, I think there could never be enough stories written about all types of people in the community. So that's when I came up with the basic idea of torn.
0: Okay. And how so I'm a little bit, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit ignorant in the theater world. Um, so you wrote the play, but then you selected Isabel as your director for the play?
1: I wrote the play um, with no idea that it was going to actually go somewhere. I just thought it was an assignment and that was that. But it was actually, um, I submitted it to be selected for the 24-hour play festival that we have at Hammond, mm-hmm. and that's when it was, I believe, randomly assigned to one of the directors that um, signed up to direct for the 24-hour play festival.
0: Ah, okay, so that's where the connection is. So, Yes. Um, so, so, Isabel, um, so you signed up for TORN, was this assigned to you, or were you, um, or did you select it when you saw the script?
2: Um, It was assigned to me. There were only a couple directors that were um, working for the 24 hour play festival, but Mr. Bison had me read it. And I was like, oh, this is actually really interesting. And she said that I could do that one if I wanted to. So that's how we ended up here.
0: Oh, very cool. Now, did you select, um, did you select your actors or were actors also kind of randomly assigned?
2: The actors were randomly assigned, but I got to choose who did which part.
0: Okay, that sounds kind of fun. And um, is this festival something that this happens every year?
2: Um, I, this was my first year doing it, but I think it's an annual
1: thing that Mr. Bison puts on. Not sure. I'm not sure how long it's been put on, but this is my first year doing it too.
0: And so this is so this already happened in the past, or were you scheduled to? To do it and it was canceled because of the shutdown.
2: This happened in March, I think. It was just like a Saturday. And for the 24 hour play festival, we come to school, we get our scripts, we get our actors, we rehearse for a couple of hours, and then at seven o'clock we perform.
0: I think it was in January. January? It might have been. Not sure. Yeah. I mean, One of those. I don't know. <laughs> Is it Saturday? I don't know. Friday? Who knows? Um, <laughs> It's all running together for us now. Um, well, that sounds like super fun. Um, so it's just kind of like a marathon. And then you guys all hang back and watch each other's plays.
1: Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, mostly. If you're on, because everyone had um, their own responsibility. So I was an actor. So I acted in someone else's one act that they wrote. But I did have a chance to go backstage and see them perform Torn which was really interesting for me and I was super excited like in my head cheering people on doing my one act it was really like surreal seeing that.
0: Yeah have you had anybody um, perform any of your work before or?
1: No never.
0: Yeah so how did so you, you said it was surreal so does this mean you're gonna continue writing plays?
1: I might I actually really liked the process and I didn't think it was actually something I wanted to do, but I really liked it, so I might write a few more.
0: That's awesome. Um, So when this was this one-act play, when it was performed in class, um, how did your peers receive it?
1: Um, First, it was read aloud in my theater class. This was before I submitted it to the 24-hour play. I didn't think it was going anywhere. We were just submitting our work. And um, then there was a lot of other stuff in the one act. It's been edited and um, fixed up a little bit since then. But the overall um, reaction was pretty positive. I didn't expect any negative like feedback in the terms of the subject matter because most of the theater department, if not all, are very supportive. So I was basically just looking for feedback in the like structure and how I could improve it. So I got a lot of nice feedback. But I also got a lot of compliments about how different the subject matter was.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is very different. Um, it's... Uh you combine a lot of different elements there. So not just, um, you know, you have the, the typical, um, you know, football jock, at least that's what you're thinking you're yeah, And, um, the kind of like the supportive nature of the mother and kind of the disapproval of the football coach that thought he was doing a favor, but it wasn't necessarily really a favor. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. It was very, it was very interesting. I was very engaged in the, in the, in reading Um, so I can't wait to see it or listen to it be performed because, um, as we know, plays are meant for performing. So without further ado, here we have Torn, written by Zoe Sanders, directed by Isabel Barry, and performed by Michael McDonald, Deacon Sweeting, and Isabel Barry.
3: <clears throat> oh, Oliver, come on in. Take
4: a seat. Uh, do you know why I asked you to come in here, Oliver? Uh, No, Coach. I was told you wanted to see me after practice. So, here I am.
3: Look, kid, this is a safe space, okay?
4: Just tell me what's going on. Coach, Greg, why did you call me in here? I, uh, I have to get going soon. My mom is waiting for me in the parking lot. Listen,
3: you've been a player on this team for four years. Don't think I haven't noticed all your hard work. You've earned your spot and proved your worth, but I'm concerned. I've heard some things, Oliver.
4: What does that mean? Are you, are you kicking me off the team? No. Then what is it?
3: Oliver, could you explain this to me?
4: (sighs) It's a screenshot of an Instagram post. Why are you showing me this? Where did you get this?
3: Don't play dumb. Level with me here. Just tell me that that's not you in the picture. Tell me this is all a big misunderstanding.
4: Answer me. Where did you find that?
3: It was taped to the front of your locker. Someone's got it out for you. Luckily, I found it before you or anyone else did. Could you imagine the embarrassment that this team would have faced? What if it got into the wrong hands? Uh,
4: I don't know how anyone got that picture. Coach, I was so careful. I didn't even post that.
3: But that is you.
4: Uh,
3: yes. You're wearing makeup and heels. You're posing like a girl. I'm, what the hell is this? You're my star player. What were you thinking? You're the best guy on the team.
4: Well, what if I'm not a guy?
3: What? So are you a girl now?
4: No. But I don't think I'm a boy either.
3: Cut this out! You're a boy! Says who? Says your birth certificate. Says your driver's license. Your mother. How about the 35 other boys on your team? We all know you better than you know yourself. Don't just throw it all away for a sparkly dress and lipstick. I'm tired of this. You're causing trouble someone discovered your secret there's no point in ruining your name over this you're just confused
4: for the first time in my my entire life i'm not confused
3: trotting around in heels and pantyhose in your free time is your own business but i will not have it on my team or my field are you really gonna leave the team that's always been there for you for a bunch of guys in dresses
4: i'm not leaving the team i love football i shouldn't have to choose no one was ever supposed to find out I perform an hour from here, specifically for that reason.
3: (laughs) Perform?
4: I dance on stage in costumes and makeup. I lip-sync to popular songs. I guess you could call me a drag queen. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I occasionally bust tables for Brenda and Susan when they're short-staffed. They pay me with a home-cooked meal and a smile. Brenda and Susan own the club. They're my second family. (sighs) No matter what I do there, I always feel so seen, so loved. I finally feel like myself when I'm on stage, dancing and singing. I'm so lucky I walked into that club two years ago. I snuck in and hid behind the stairs in the back row. I was just a kid. Back then, I was so, I was so confused. Brenda discovered me before the show even started. She called my mom and told me, wait on the bar stools. While I waited, I watched the show. I mean, I really watched it. The men in costumes and makeup, dancing and singing, I loved every second of it. I'm not just a football player. Coach, I've never been the macho tough guy I've been expected to be. As a kid, I wore my mom's heels, (laughs) nearly broke my damn ankles, just trying to be pretty. I didn't know at the time that little boys weren't supposed to be pretty. They weren't supposed to look through their mom's magazines, smelling the perfume samples, and admiring the pretty dresses. Maybe I never was a little boy, and it begs the question, why is that the default? Why was I- That's
3: quite enough, Oliver. I can't have this distraction tear apart the team. You have no choice.
4: Are you really making me choose?
3: I'm not asking, Oliver. This team has been bringing home trophy after trophy and the board is very pleased. Do you understand what would happen if you couldn't play? If anyone finds out about this, you'll be forced off the team. Oliver, are you understanding me? Football, gone, your team, gone, scholarships, gone, and you'll be hurting all your teammates.
4: I've been hiding in the shadows for two years. I love performing, but my heart still belongs to football. Nothing has changed.
3: People talk. You know your town, you know your team you'll be able to count the number of supportive teammates on your left hand. You already know this, Oliver. Otherwise, you wouldn't have kept it a secret. You're going to make a mess that even I won't be able to clean up. I'm in. Oh, hello, Mrs. Terrence.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry for interrupting. I was just worried Oliver had gotten into some trouble. Are they all right to leave, Coach?
3: They? There's no one else here, ma'am.
2: I was referring to my child.
3: Oh, your son?
2: My child, yes. Actually, do you mind if I ask what this is about? Oh, Oliver, I love this picture. Why was it shoved in your bag?
3: Oliver? I'm a bit confused as to what is going on.
2: Funny. I was going to say the same thing.
4: Oliver? Someone found that picture somehow, Mom. I don't know how. You know how careful everyone is with my picture. Everyone knows what's at stake. Coach found it and called me in here. Whoever printed it out and taped it to my locker wanted to expose me for how I spend my weekends. That's no one's business. I know who I am, and I don't have to hide, but I choose to. I choose not to answer the questions. I choose not to endure the stares and name-calling bullying, and I get to choose when and where to whom I come out to. I don't need to answer any of your questions.
3: Excuse me? Ma'am, control your son.
2: Is your mother coming to control you, or is someone else coming later? Just curious. In fact, I wonder how your mother and your boss would feel about you questioning my child without anyone present. Your heart is full of hate and sadness. I don't see how that's Oliver's fault. I would understand a coach asking their player if they're okay, but I don't think that's what you did. Is that what you did, Gregory? Why didn't you call me when you found the picture?
3: So you're okay with this? You agree with this- this lifestyle?
2: Who do you think took the photo? I will always support Oliver in anything they choose to do. Oliver, why didn't you tell me that you were getting harassed? I should have been notified right when that picture
3: was found. Damn it! why can't you just let things be? Get out of my office. This issue is resolved.
2: No! It is most certainly not. We have no idea who is doing this. Oliver is in tears and all you're doing is sitting behind your desk and yelling at them for being brave enough to be themselves. I'm appalled by your actions. Oliver chooses to keep their two worlds separate. Football could get them to college. Football could be Oliver's ticket out of this town. Drag isn't just a hobby, but it isn't their whole life.
4: I can't choose, coach. I refuse to choose.
2: Oliver will continue winning games during the week and doing whatever they please during the weekends. I can see you're practically useless, so I will find the person harassing my child on my own. I suggest you stay out of our way.
0: That was awesome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that was great. Um, So... You said, you mentioned before that you would, you know, consider maybe continuing to write um, some plays. Uh, will you continue to integrate LGBTQ plus characters into your work?
1: I think that's the plan. I could also write about other things, but I just feel so passionately about the community. And it's something that I know really well. It's like close to my heart. So I would be able to, I think, grab more inspiration. So that's the plan. Yes.
0: That's so awesome. Um, I remember I was in college and uh, we went on a field trip to see Rent in New York and I absolutely fell in love. And I think that was about, I think that was the first time actually that I had seen LGBTQ plus characters featured in a musical. Um, Are there any other plays or musicals out there that you've been exposed to that star characters uh, who identify as LGBTQ plus?
1: Yes. um, I actually, my first time in New York, I went to see um kinky boots.
0: Oh yeah. I fell
1: in love. It was so amazing. All of the costumes and just people being themselves. I absolutely loved it. I also um grew up watching RuPaul's Drag Race and Will and Graves. That was like me and my sister's like favorite show. hmm Yeah.
0: Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so is that something that you hope that um, that you'd like to see more of in the future? Is more LGBTQ plus characters on screen?
1: Yes, absolutely. I also think um, it's been a lot better in the recent years, and I'm proud of all the progress. But the reason why I wrote Oliver the way that I did was because a lot of characters in movies and shows they fit into certain stereotypes mm-hmm. and I wanted to completely shatter what everyone or most people think of like a football player because football's a sport it's not like a personality so I wanted Oliver to be right. completely different and the whole plan was to just break stereotypes
0: well I definitely think that you succeeded Thank you. Yeah, that was super awesome. So thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully we'll read some more of your plays and see them performed in the near future. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you all for coming. The music featured at the start and end of our podcast is Work by Kevin MacLeod from Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license.